Welcome to the Zondra TV Audio Nation, where we bring you the most interesting topics and conversations from the Zondra TV Network family of shows. And now, let's join the conversation. Now listen, most of us come up with all types of excuses. Now I am interviewing someone today in this studio that actually has 15 children. So now I, I'm just saying, but she's still an author, a speaker. Uh, she is a, uh, she's a TV producer. In fact, I'm on her set interviewing her today. I would like to introduce you to Miss Lachelle Atkins. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for letting me use your set to interview you on Real Biz Talk. Well, thank you for allowing me to be here and being able to share my message. And I love that uh, intro, okay? Oh. I'm just like, you know, <laughs> it's just funny to hear somebody else talk about me. It's just funny. And no, it is. Sometimes, <laughs> I, that's the way I feel. Sometimes when people read my mind, I was like, who are you talking about? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, me. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So, Lachelle, listen, you, um, the, from the minute I met you, like mm -hmm. I, when I, and I didn't, this is our first time meeting live. First time. But when I met you online, I was like, this, tell my super mom, she is America's super mom. Mm -hmm. She's coined herself as that mm -hmm. and should be. But you are really a super woman. You do so much. And I keep wondering in my mind, girl, how do you do that and keep your uh, all these kids and grades and all the rest of that? So I know it didn't start, your life didn't start out that way. Yes. Tell me a little bit about your background and how you got to be America's Super Prime. Yeah, so, you know, I was an only child, which is crazy. And uh, then I have 15. The only one. Only child. And, uh, you know, I say be careful what you pray for because you might end up answering your own prayers. Okay. So all those birthdays and Christmas requests for having a sibling, you know, I end up having my own. But uh, I think it really is just knowing how to take your journey and use it to teach lessons for others. Mm. So I did struggle with depression for 13 years. I was hospitalized three times. And mm. it just taught me a lot about myself, about knowing that at the end of the day, everybody has adversity, but we have to decide how we're going to handle that adversity. Now, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Because I know people are wondering. <laughs> Okay, struggle with depression, was hospitalized three mm -hmm. times before or after the children. <laughs> exactly. It was during that process, you okay. know, because uh, as an only child, I was a high achiever. So yeah. I felt like if anything has to be done, I can do it myself. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know how to lean on other people for help. I thought I had to do it all. Just, you know, didn't know how to say no, trying to people please, seeking valid. I could go on with the list of stuff that I've learned now that it just doesn't. Uh, serve me to think that I can do it without a village. So, so, and I, you know me in the village, right? Mm -hmm. I believe in village building. Like <laughs> you, you need a village, right, yes. in order to to make it happen. But prior to getting married, having children, mm -hmm. what did you do? Yeah, so I met my husband in college. Okay. Uh, we both uh, went to Indiana University. Nice. So I was on this career phase. I was striving for that American dream, which is part of my brand is understanding that I was very goal-oriented. However, life happened for me where I just didn't have a plan B. I thought I was going to have this career and it was going to work out with two kids, but then I have 15. So I didn't have a blueprint really to follow. So I think that was part of my depression was I was so used to following 
what it took to be uh, on honor roll, to get an A and all this stuff. So I didn't have anything on my own. And so now I am grounded in knowing what my limits are, knowing how to collaborate rather than compete. And so uh, the rest is history. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, so Indiana, went to school in Indiana, Mm -hmm. met your husband there. Mm -hmm. You've been married for... 29 years. 29 years. Yes. And... But 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 you have such a vast um, talent set. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen you do just about. I say, well, she's doing that now. Okay, well, that's good. I mean, it's a lot of different things. But I would like for you to share with me, like mm-hmm. all of the things that make up, because I, I think it was a evolution yes. of things. But yes. how did you get started in business, and how many kids did you have when you got started in business? Yeah, well, I think I've always kind of been in business. My okay. my degree was in marketing. Okay, and so I was behind the scenes. My husband and I, we had so many little small businesses, <laughs> you know, to help supplement the income because he was the sole breadwinner. Okay, so I've had that. Experience experience of being a salesman going door to door. We used to sell hair care products for my mother-in-law. So it was just always that whatever needs to be done, we're going to do it. You know, we never let... So you had an entrepreneur in your spirit. Yes. And my mom is an entrepreneur and so is my mother-in-law. So yeah, my mom is a retired State Farm agent. So yeah, she had her own business. Young. I used to call and make appointments for her uh, when she started out with insurance. So yeah, I've always had that. (laughs) You know, because I think I think I think everybody likes to say, "We and I worked a corporate job, and I had a side hustle." Mm-hmm. Did you ever work a corporate job? Not really. No, I okay. worked uh, for a little while briefly when I first uh, got married, um, and then after that, it was just I was an only child, so my mom could never go on field trips, and yes. none of that was school. She was always working, and so I didn't want that for my kids. I wanted to be home to be able to do that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So so tell me about your first business endeavor. Our first one, I think I would say that really stands out is us being um, hair care distributors. So my okay. mother-in-law has her own line of hair care products. And so we just had this vision to this is going to be the way we're going to make a million dollars. So <laughs> we would go out okay. and... Uh, knock, knock, knock. <laughs> <laughs> it was very successful for, yes. you know, the times that we did it. Um, it's just her business was new at the time. Yeah. So we would run into manufacturing uh, hangups oh, yes. where, you know, you're expecting a product. Trying it's not there. Yeah, People yeah, yeah. are like, I'm going to take a chance on you. And then, you know, we're late with deliveries. That type of thing was the really challenge okay. for us. But we could sell anything. Uh, it was really fun. We would be uh, in the car you know, with our little products in tow, doing what we got to do to uh, okay. make uh, our rent payments. <laughs> <laughs> you just went on with the flow. Okay, so that that's interesting. So mm-hmm. I, I do, I, I've always said that I think a little bit of entrepreneurship, when it's just like the thing that makes you thrive mm-hmm. inside, I believe that it's actually passed down a little bit into your DNA. Yeah. I, I really believe that. Mm-hmm. I, I was telling somebody, Lachelle, that I, when I really look at my life, mm-hmm. and I look back at my great-grandmother, and mm-hmm. to know that she owned a company store uh, in in the late 1800s and wow. literally was feeding all of the black community in a little small town in Texas. Wow. Um, 
I think entrepreneur has been in my spirit the whole time. Like, that's who I am. I think it's it's in my DNA because I worked a corporate job and, and was doing that all the time. I always, I always had a side hustle. I'm a side hustler. Exactly. You know, I'm going to sell jewelry. I'm going to sell this. I'm going to do this. So that's always been in me. Mm-hmm. So um, it's kind of interesting to know that you started out, um, you know, with someone in your family, mm-hmm. uh, in, in that family business, but it didn't discourage you from continuing on. Definitely not. So I, I absolutely <laughs> love that. Because I can't wait to hear all these other things that you're doing. We're going to take a short break. Okay. Um, but when we do come back, I want to talk to you about, you know, how did you get to all these other things, including being an author? Everybody got a book inside of them, but they're not courageous enough to uh, actually write the book. And so I want to talk about that as well. Okay. All right. We'll be right back after a short break. Are you tired, sore, not feeling as vibrant as you should? With today's fast-paced life, we tend to exercise less and eat not-so-healthy food, and that leads to aches, pains, and inflammation. But Neolife can help. Our non-GMO, whole food-based, cellular nutrition products were created by doctors and designed to bring back the healthy vitality that you've been missing. Get started with the Neolife Vitality Pack and say goodbye to aches and chronic pain. Regain your vitality. Visit MyVitalityCenter.com and take control of your health. Visit MyVitalityCenter.com today. Watch this and so much more on Zondra TV. Download the app on Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and Roku, or visit ZondraTV.com. Welcome back to Real Biz Talk with Zondra. I've been talking to Lachelle Atkins, who really is America's supermom. And I'm telling you, she's a supermom because she got 15 children and she's an entrepreneur, a successful entrepreneur that doesn't let anything stop her. Mm-hmm. Before the break, we were talking about like you started out in a family business, really, mm-hmm. uh, you know, selling beauty products. Mm-hmm. I could just see it, you know, let's <laughs> go. You know, I could see that. I could mm-hmm. actually see you doing that. But but let's pivot a little bit and mm-hmm. talk about where you are today because you are some. You're a coach, you're an author, you're a speaker, Mm -hmm. you're a a TV producer. Mm -hmm. We're sitting here on your set. Talk to me about making that pivot. Mm -hmm. What happened? Well, you know, I believe I serve a great God. That's the first thing. Come on, God. And uh, the scripture that comes to mind is to whom much is given, much is required. You know? And I just think that there are so many people, this pandemic has really helped me to realize that people need hope. Uh, People need to have opportunities that they can see other people doing stuff that they think is not possible. And so I'm all about taking all of my skills that God has blessed me with to use them however he sees fit. You know, I'm more for saying yes rather than saying no. I love that. Did y'all hear what you said? Because that, that's critical to this. It, yeah. It's more about saying yes than saying no. Mm-hmm. And and I love that you, to God be the glory, that you've given God, mm-hmm. you know, props. Because really, at the end of the day, he, he instills in us, mm-hmm. you know, skills, talent, and ability. And mm-hmm. how we go about doing that is critically important. And I love that you say, I say yes more than I probably say no. Mm-hmm. Now, that don't mean, now let me tell y'all, <laughs> that don't mean that you shouldn't say no like, no, I ain't doing that. Exactly. Um, I don't, I don't, we don't mean that, but what we mean is when opportunities come your way, yes. you are inclined to say yes. Yes. Okay, so tell me about, tell me about being an author. I, I love it. You know, I think I've always felt like I don't have a problem talking to anybody. 
Uh, you know, I just love being able to meet people, yeah. hear their story and share mine. Uh, but I think it is something with that extra accountability of understanding yeah. that you can't speak to everybody. Yeah. So you should have a vehicle so that people can hear your story. So that's really the thing that helped me to yeah. get out of that second guessing, doubting. Yes. Because I think we all kind of wonder, is this even worth uh, putting on paper? Yeah, everybody goes through So, that. you know, I think that there's a book in everybody. And, mm -hmm. and we are so shy not to, you know, believe that we can write. I can't write no book. We probably got five or six books written on our hard drive. And all we need to do is pull it out. We so didn't wrote so many different things. Um, so tell me about your first introduction to a book was an anthology, right? Yes. And actually, it was through a Zoom through the pandemic uh, Facebook group. So we used to meet uh, every Friday. Okay. And it was just like a connection call and everybody had stories and we we're like, we should write a book. So that was my first one. And it was actually released during the pandemic. I was the only author from the United States. It was a global uh, anthology. I that mm -hmm. book. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. But I know that you've now written your own book. Tell me yes. the name of your own book. It is asking a question, do you want to be whole? And it's seven steps to living mass free. So it is a guided journal, so to speak. So I talk about the seven steps. Each step, I take a pause for you to ask yourself questions to see how those steps uh, work in your own okay. life. And I have a soundtrack with two of my children that are included in the book as well. Go on, soundtrack. You know, yeah. I tell you, Jack of all <laughs> trades, master of many. We, we can learn something from Lachelle, Amen. America's super mom. So, okay, so then, okay, okay, okay. I love the book. Mm -hmm. I love the book. What inspired you to write the book? I think it's just really realizing that there are so many people out here who are suffering in silence. You know, mm -hmm. for me, depression, uh, it didn't look like what I thought it looked like. I thought it was somebody who stays in the bed. So the fact that I really even struggle with that, I think it's important to highlight that. And a lot of people don't mm. have courage to talk about it. You know, I went to a, a mm. vision board party after my last hospitalization and the woman was doing a keynote. She introduced herself and she said, well, you know, I want to tell y'all I used to be a prostitute. So everybody's looking around like, what? And she said, I wasn't on a street corner, but I was a single mom and I did what I had to do. And she said, I can say that because I know I'm not that person anymore. So mm. that really helped me to understand that yeah. you're speaking from your scars rather than your wounds. Mm. And that's the story that can inspire others. I love it. That is really the truth, though. Yeah. That is something. You know, no, I wasn't on the street corner, but I did what I had to do. Yeah. You know, so many people are doing just what they ha you mm -hmm. know, have to do in order to survive. Mm -hmm. And that's interesting that you talk about, you know, depression in this way, because mm -hmm. I think, um, Lachelle, to be honest, it's probably a whole bunch of folk depressed and they, you know what I'm calling them, like a functional alcohol. Exactly. They functionally depressed. That was me. Because you could be functionally depressed, walking around, Hiding behind a mask. Hiding That's behind what I a mask. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that that's a that's just the aha moment. Mm -hmm. I think even for the people that be, uh, you know are watching. So then, um, let's talk about your TV show. Okay. So this is second season of your TV yes. show. But what's the name of your show? Real Life Without Excuses. Now listen, <laughs> that's a camera moment. There, <laughs> girl, look, nigga. 
Real life without excuses. I mean, real life without excuses, really. If you think about you having 15 children, your life is real. Yes. And you have not made not one excuse. You're telling me you're clinically depressed. Mm -hmm. You tell me you didn't been hospitalized. You've You've told me that, you know, there's been challenges in your life, but yet you're able to do all the things that you do. I just have to ask before we go into our next, uh, you know, break, tell me about, like, what drives you? Yeah, I think it's just realizing that God's not finished with me yet. Okay. And so, you know, he is all about purpose. You know, you think Mm. about even from creation, it was a purpose. So if you're still here, you still got work to do. So mm. that's just my philosophy about that. But how do you get it? Listen, I understand. I work, with, <laughs> I work a lot of hours. So I'm like, okay, so, but how do you get it done? It, do you have a system? Do Definitely. you wait till everybody go to sleep and then yeah. you up all night? I mean, how, do, how does that work for you? Because I I know people out there going like, God, you get all this done. You're writing books. You're, yeah. you're, you're a coach. You're a speaker. You even got a podcast and yeah. a TV show. Yeah. So that's a lot. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I feel like there's always work to be done, to be done. And um, it is about systems. And I think that you can do more with less time if you're obedient to what God tells you to do. Come on. Yeah. Okay, obedience to God. Mm -hmm. Because he Mm. really is the one that designs my day. You know, I just have to take time to listen to him. And every day he brings what I'm supposed to do. That's just how I look at it. And so, um, you know, there's another thing that just came to my mind. Somebody told me one time that says, girl, go on to bed and leave them dishes in the sink. And I promise That's me. you. I think, I think it was, was that you? I promise you ain't nobody going to come and take your job. Nobody is going to do Nobody going to come in there and do them dishes. Girl. Going to leave them dishes. Going to get you some rest. Because they'll be waiting for you in the morning. Or laundry. Or, or anything. Whatever you or whatever that thing is. Yes. It's like, you know, don't let it worry you. Don't let it upset your apple cart so, so badly true. that you you over here, you know, losing control on the highway because the dishes is in the sink. Well, I tell you, I don't know about I, I, you. I, I got it from you. I think I got it from you because I love it. So when we come back from this break, I want to talk to you about, you know, futuristic, where you going, what okay. you're doing, and how it all works together. Awesome. You, you're such an awesome super mom. <laughs> Okay, we'll be right back after a short break. Watch this and so much more on Zondra TV. Download the app on Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and Roku, or visit ZondraTV.com. Welcome back to Real Biz Talk. I've been sitting here talking to America's super mom, and I'm just trying to tell you, she's super to me and the best mom in the whole wide world. 15 children, but still an entrepreneur. You all are sitting around making excuses 
but she has a show that says real life without excuses. You don't need to be making excuses. You should be doing exactly what God, God called you here okay. to do because that is exactly what she's doing. Michelle, before the break, we were talking about, you know, you done wrote a book, mm-hmm. uh, a, a brand new book. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the timing of that and how you time yourself and how you check in with God and, it, okay, what am I supposed to be doing this day for this day? Amen. You know? And, and, and that's what you do on that day. Mm-hmm. But you still seem to get it done. Mm-hmm. So is there some magic formula to checking in with God and say, uh, what do I do today? These four things and these four things only? Well, you know, I think that's a good question. I think it really comes down to when you say yes. How committed are you going to be to Come saying on. yes? So you know how it is with uh, TV producing. Things happen that you know, you never anticipate. Yes. However, when you're committed, you're going to do what it takes. And See, I love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, because, listen, I, I heard a message. I mean, I'm getting excited. Yeah. Because I heard a message about heart and head. Mm-hmm. That you have to unlock your heart. Like, mm-hmm. you, like we always say, you know, if your heart is in it, you don't get hurt, this, that, and the other. But at the end of the day, it's a heart matter. Yes. That when your heart is in it, your head can't get in the way. Exactly. Because my heart is in it. Yes. Like Zondra TV Network, my heart is in this. Amen. And so my head can't get in the way. Amen. You know, the, the workload can't get in the way because my heart is in it. Amen. So basically, you're saying the same thing. If your heart is in it, mm-hmm. your head ain't going, you know, it's well, kind and you, you use your head, but it ain't the main driving exactly. factor. Because, yes. you know, you're going to have adversity. There's a scripture, I believe it's in Isaiah, that mm-hmm. says, God will give you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction. So you're going to have trials. Yes. You're going to have tribulations. But if you agreed to say yes because it was an assignment you believe he gave you, then there is no way that you're going to be out of that mission regardless of what comes your way. Yeah. That's a good word right there. Mm -hmm. Y'all better take heed. (laughs) Because this is America's super mom I'm talking to. So let, let's talk about real life without excuses. Mm-hmm. I love um, that you had season one mm-hmm. and now you're going to be doing season two. But what made you decide on that title? Well, that title, it was I, I, having a conversation with you also. You know, we talked a lot about yeah. what it was that I wanted to portray to people. And I think as women that, you know, we have so many things that we put in front of ourselves. It's the kids, it's the husband, it's whatever. I don't have enough money or whatever. And so we don't commit to ourselves. We let everybody else take first uh, position over us. And so really being able to share my story, if I can do it with 15 kids, anybody can do it. There is no excuse. And people relate more to your hardships rather than those perfect moments. And so if you're able to say, hey, this happened, but we still kept going. This happened, but we still kept going. That's inspiring for people. Absolutely. Yeah. Lachelle, I know that you offer so many things, masterclasses, this, that, (laughs) and the other. If people wanted to work with you, how can they get a hold of you? Well, you know, they can reach me on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm there a lot. But really, I am listening to God and learning to begin to build a team uh, to be able to do some of these things. Because as you mentioned, I am doing a lot. But, you know, life has come back around full circle for me because my kids are now back in school. They are in cheerleading. They're in football. And so people got a chance to spend a lot of time with me because of this 
uh, pandemic world, yeah, yeah. but now things are kind of getting back to normal at yeah. home. And so I am working to lean on more people and build a team to kind of do all the things that I'm still well, if working I'm to towards. look for you on LinkedIn, what would I put in, Lachelle? Lachelle Atkins or okay. America Supermom. They okay. can Google me, Either girl. One. I got so Google much her. content. <laughs> I love Google it. America Supermom. Yeah. See, now that says that you socialize. And now y'all know I always talk about a digital footprint. Mm -hmm. It is powerful to have a digital footprint that you could say, I'm America Supermom. You've coined that. And when you put in America Supermom, you pop up. Yes. Okay, see, that's that's a lot of work. A lot that. of behind that's the scenes right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good because you have socialized that mm -hmm. and, and really made that part of your brand, yes. which is really awesome. How many of you really need to make something a part of your brand and you've mm -hmm. really not done that? I think a lot of people, you know, suffer with that. Mm -hmm. um, what's next on the horizon, though? What do you think's coming down for you beyond you? Well, first of all, she's an author. She's a speaker. Mm -hmm. uh, you're a coach. What else? Uh, you know, a TV producer, what, whatever podcast. God says. Okay, but I am doing stuff in the metaverse, so that's something oh, okay. different that's coming along. Oh, you in yeah. the metaverse? Yeah. Y'all know what that is. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. <laughs> but I got, um, I have an eight and ten year old, and so it's so funny. I had yeah. a meeting; they were training me over my avatar and everything. Yes, my kids came in the room, and I'm thinking I'm gonna tell them, "Girl, they have my avatar dancing and jumping." Yeah. So I really feel I have to be relevant for them because I have older children, but yeah. these young ones, I at least wanna be able to interact with them. So Let me that's tell you, that's I'll tell you a funny story. Because mm -hmm. remember, maybe about two years ago, I was told it wasn't called Metaverse. Right. You know, it just, it, it, what it was called, I said, we finna virtual create a virtual reality. A reality. Yeah. Virtual reality for your TV shows and so on and so forth. And they built this whole set for me on on, on this virtual reality. And and then uh, they had, you know, I got my little avatar. <laughs> and then I couldn't jump up on stage. And I said, well, now listen. <laughs> I said, it's bad enough to be short for real, but then short on virtual reality. I, I couldn't get myself to jump up on stage and sit down. Yes, <laughs> you know? yeah. And, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready, but I applaud you mm -hmm. for being in the metaverse. I mean, I yeah, I, I think I'm supposed to be doing some award ceremony in December in the metaverse, and I said, okay, if I'm backstage and can't get to the front of the stage, give me the mic and let me speak from there. Exactly. It's just something. But that's yeah. awesome that you're doing that. That's, yeah. But you know, you got grandkids. They'll help you, girl. Girl, you know? yeah, they, yeah, I have to go all the way to California to see if my son, grandson can help me. Girl. Because um, he's very he's very smart. Mm -hmm. But if you, I mean, for the people who are watching this, I just want to know, what would you tell them to encourage mm. and inspire their hearts? Well, I would say that there's always uh, obstacles. So yeah. don't look at the obstacles. Look at the solutions. Think about how mm. you can have value and be able to help people and rise above those mm -hmm. obstacles. And really, you know, look around at what yeah. you're already doing. That's another thing. People think you have to do something big. You know, this book is about my story, about something I'm already doing. You know, yes. you don't have to go and recreate anything. Use yes. what's already in your hand, yes. what's already in your house, mm -hmm. and make it great. So it's almost like use what you have in your hand. Amen. You know, um, just everything in general. You know, I was looking the other day and I was like, you know, I said, we're doing throwback. 
So we kind of go on throwback because when you get so many shows on the network, let's do throwback. But th that stuff that's already in my hands, why mm -hmm. not just just repurpose it and just put it back out there and just keep using it and then take that content. We were talking this morning, having a meeting, take that content and put it into a presentation for next Sunday. Uh, there's so many things that you could do that yeah. could propel you to the next level. I love it. Mm -hmm. And then um, you got time to tell me about your master class. Yeah. So, you know, I'm always doing a master class for something. Okay. You know, I'm excited to be able to share my knowledge. And I think a lot of times yeah. what we do is we just feel like, you know, it doesn't have value. You know, we have learned this material because we lived it. Yeah. And so I'm all about having classes for people to have a jump start. women, especially. I know that's You right. know, because we need, we need to learn how yeah. to collaborate rather than compete. Yeah. We comparing ourselves to each other. So my class is six-week uh, process to give you a fresh start. Okay. For you to start from ground zero and getting yourself okay. in a space to where you can build a how strong foundation. How do I foundation. get to it? How do I get to it? Uh, reach out to me through LinkedIn. Go and, to LinkedIn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lachelle Agates, our American <laughs> super mom. Get involved in her master class. Mm -hmm. um, she is absolutely wonderful to work with. And I tell you what, I've enjoyed every minute of this interview. Oh, Lachelle, you're so beautiful in every way. Your children are just amazing, and you're amazing. So thank uh, you for being here. Thank you for having me, Hi. and I'm so glad to be here, too. <laughs> and thank you <laughs> for watching. Wouldn't be on another <laughs> network, okay? <laughs> thank you for watching another episode of Real Biz Talk with Zandra, where I showcase small business so that you can grow and scale your business, not just locally, but nationally and globally as well. Until we meet again, be the best you. Peace. Watch this and so much more on Zondra TV. Download the app on Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and Roku, or visit zondratv.com.